Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Planted Podcast where every week we talk about all things fitness and health related to veganism and plant-based living. So this week I'm very excited to welcome Dr. Jay Johnson onto the podcast. Now Jade recently saw great results on my six-week accelerator program and now she's going on to continue to smash her fitness goals, all centered around a vegan lifestyle obviously. Now, Jade's been vegan for over two years, well over two years, and is working as a veterinary surgeon. And she says she's firsthand on a daily basis, the reality of the farming industry and also the level of abuse that we inflict on animals each and every day. So Jade, welcome to the podcast. Hi there. How are you doing? It's over two years now you've been vegan, right? Yeah, yeah. I should be nearly three um, and I've been vegetarian for um, like 12 years before that. So yeah, it's been quite a while. So what is it that originally brought you to veganism? I'm sure you have told this story many times, but just for us and our listeners. Yeah, well, because I started with vegetarianism, it was actually a Simpsons episode when Lisa turned vegetarian that, that no made me go to vegetarianism. I always really liked animals. And then, yeah, it just seemed right when I was, I was about 10 at the time. And then after doing my dairy and farm placements during uni I thought well actually the dairy industry is pretty similar to the meat industry and the way things are done um so I thought well if I'm vegetarian I, I should really be vegan as well um just because the, the industries are so similar um so yeah that's what what really triggered me okay we'll come on to a bit more about the farming side of things a bit later but if you could just talk a little bit about the six-week program that we recently just finished obviously You've been vegan for a good few years, but you, you did achieve some great results in just six weeks. Can you just talk yeah. a little bit about the program and sort of the tweaks we made with your vegan diet just to optimize it that little bit more to be able to, you know, get more active and so see I, the results? Um, yeah, so I was quite an unhealthy vegan before starting the program. So I ate a lot of the processed vegan food that is quite mm-hmm. readily available now. So it was a lot of, of the processed cheeses and, and things like that that, you know, aren't particularly healthy. But I felt because they were vegan, you know, they were fine. Um, but actually they're quite high fat and processed. So um, when starting the program, we went to more like whole food based. So it was all whole food, plant based and um yeah it was it's a lot healthier high fiber and, and a lot more balanced I feel like I wasn't really hitting my nutrient targets before starting the program so I was quite getting low amounts of the vitamins and minerals because I wasn't eating enough of the fresh foods um so yeah that was one of the major changes to my diet was just to go more whole food based yeah because with the rise and particularly in this month of veganuary it's just gone mental from my end the, 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 I don't know if you've had the KFC burger yet and then there's a subway yeah. one Weatherspoons have got so many more options. It's so easy now to to be plant based, but also so easy to be unhealthy with it. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. So those foods are really attractive, and to be fair, I will still eat them as a treat. But I'm yeah. trying now to to really base the majority of my meals as whole food plant based. And these six weeks from the beginning of January, I've actually gone completely whole food based. Um, so I'm doing six weeks with no processed food, no fast wow. food. Um just to really because I felt over Christmas I did slip back into having more processed foods while I was at home for Christmas so I'm just doing pure six weeks of plant-based now whole foods that's amazing and how's it going so far really good I'm feeling good and I'm doing a specific um diet plan which is just whole foods and yeah I'm I'm feeling really good and I'm getting off the Christmas extra weight that I put on (laughs) that's amazing so are you going to the extent of no oils as well 
Um, no, I'm still having some some vegetable oil, but but very minimal and, and no refined sugars or anything. And the only sweetener I'm using things like maple syrup. Um, but yeah, no refined sugars, things like that. Yeah, that's, well, that's amazing. So just moving on from that a little bit into um, more of the the veterinarian stuff. Um, obviously, as you know, my partner is a vet student. You've been qualified for a little while now. Um, so I kind of know firsthand how difficult it can be to be a vet and be a vegan, which I've always found a little odd from my point of view outside of that, that circle, just given that vets go through an insane amount of study, an insane amount of years of study and spend their lives and dedicate their whole life to helping animals only to then maybe come home and consume animals or, you know, in the lunch break, eat animals and not really think twice about it. So if you could just talk a little bit about how you've found really adjusting to that and uh, getting your head around the cognitive dissonance, I guess, that takes place in, with a lot of people. And I'm saying that with, with no judgment, but it's just a reality, isn't yeah. it? We don't associate our actions with yeah, um, I, I, yeah. yeah, I feel the same as you. It's quite hard to comprehend sometimes. There is a lot of dissociation, but I guess it's just the way people have brought up, been brought up and it's the way um, what, what, you know, what people are used to. And it, it does take quite a lot of you know thinking to to dissociate from what you've been used to so yeah I try not to to obviously judge other people or because everyone's had their own journey but yeah for me I just yeah I couldn't even imagine eating meat when all I want to do is is save animals but everyone's different so yeah it's, it is hard to understand sometimes yeah and we do have to kind of take that realistic viewpoint of you know we haven't always been vegan ourselves as well so it's not like passing judgment on anyone because yeah. for so long um, i mean you were probably the same but i resisted vegetarianism veganism and once you kind of come around to that way of thinking it seems so obvious but for someone who's lived that way the whole life it is it's a difficult challenge to get your head around isn't it yeah i mean before i went vegan i never even considered vegan i always thought that was quite an extreme viewpoint and there was no need it only was after like my dairy farm placement when i actually got that inside you know view that i thought oh actually you know this is something that i really need to do as well so you know it is easy not to think about it and if you just you know aren't thinking about what happens it's easy to to not not make the connection yeah so would you say you went vegan you went plant-based mainly for ethical reasons rather than you know health benefits and that kind of thing yeah it was it was definitely for the animals I feel like everything I do is always for the animals <laughs> but there is those benefits that you know for the environment and um and for my health that you know means that I would never go back um yeah the, you know their bonuses to me is the environment and the health aspect but really it was for the animals but you know it's you know a no-brainer really when you think about all the benefits it is yeah but i remember not really understanding the dairy industry and many of the different farming industries and kind of couldn't get my head around what actually went on when i found out it seems so obvious looking back now but when i found out the reality it was such a shock to me so there might be some people listening to this who are in a similar boat so i wondered if you could just kind of explain the the process in some of these industries and what really goes on and what really shocked you to take you towards you know veganism as a, a way of living yeah um so I guess the thing I guess I didn't really think about there was of the dairy industry was I thought maybe the cows you know kind of lived a full and long life so that's why I wasn't vegan in the beginning because I thought oh well there's no death in the dairy industry when actually it is a business so once a cow becomes non-productive unfortunately they are cold before their natural lifespan would end so usually you know 
between five and eight years old they will be cold when in actual fact they can live like to 20 years so you know that was the main shock to me I didn't realize that was a lot of death involved in the dairy industry now it, there is when you're producing milk there's no real way around it because it is a business so they have to make profit and mm-hmm. um, to stay afloat so they can't keep non-profitable cows so I understand why it's just not something I was acutely aware of before, before doing and before learning about it yeah and in terms of um, when there's a bobby calf or a male calf they're also taken away aren't they so many people my eyes I certainly wasn't aware that some of those are called as well straight away could you just talk a little bit about that yeah so some are called um you know when they're very young um but but more more these days that they are being kept um you know a little while because they're, they're bred with some beef in them so basically they can be used for beef but that still generally means they're killed at you know often less than a year old but or less than two years old so they're still called prematurely some are still called when they're, they're babies but um you know more these days yeah basically to improve profits they are being used to as beef calves um but it's still called prematurely unfortunately yeah so in order to become a vet to qualify as a vet you need to do a certain amount of hours on the farm placements don't you so going around all the different industries um and that's not just for a couple of days it is a huge amount of hours that you actually have to spend uh, on placement as such and so when when you were on placement and when you were doing these um visits around the farm were you vegan at the time um so i was vegetarian um i transitioned to being vegan kind of shortly after i finished the placement right. and my dairy placement was one of my last ones so that was actually i transitioned kind of fairly soon after that and um, but i was yeah i was vegetarian during them okay i know that some of the placements they cater for you and even as a vegetarian how did that kind of go with the farmers you know, knowing that you didn't eat meat and ultimately their business is in meat. So I know that's sometimes a difficult yeah. conversation, isn't it? Yeah, so I wasn't residential at any of my placements. Ah. I am from Yorkshire, so um, I live near lots and lots of farms, so I could live at home, but it still did come up into conversation. I didn't then tend to bring it up, but they would see what I was eating for lunch, and it did generally come into conversation up in conversation um, and they generally were very understanding I didn't really come up against any judgment the people I did the placements with were all actually very nice people like I have nothing against them and and they were understanding to be honest I mean they they may have you know not been on board with it but they never made that obvious to me and um, so that it was it was fine I didn't really you know, I have heard of other people having problems, but for me personally, because they weren't having to cook for me, I didn't find it a problem. Oh, that's good. So there's ways that you can kind of make your life a little bit easier for yourself. And would you say it's, it's possible to be vegan and, you know, do it without causing too much of a scene so that you can get through your studies and ultimately get to, the, to your end goal of helping animals, right? Yeah, definitely. There was a lot of vegan vet students these days and, and a lot at my university. Um, and yeah, it is not a problem. You don't have to tell people if you don't want to. You can bring your own food and cater for yourself. Um, the abattoir placements were particularly hard um, and I, I did really struggle with those. Um, that was probably the hardest time. The actual farm placements I did enjoy because I enjoyed working with the animals and I didn't see that death aspect. Mm. Um, so I did 
actually really enjoy the farm placements and working with these lovely animals uh, but the abattoir placements were particularly hard yeah i can't even imagine um but when you were at uni you were part of uh, the vegan and vegetarian society right yeah that's right so is that quite a popular organization in uh, well was it in your university yeah yeah definitely um very popular and becoming more and more popular each year there's a lot of vegetarians and a lot of vegans um, that regularly meet up for socials where they go to different um vegan establishments in london and we had vegan christmas dinners and um, cake stalls raising money for the society and um, so yeah it is definitely a popular society and it is still going and going strong and getting more popular each year brilliant so one thing that my partner in particular was um, very interested in doing was working in large animal but obviously i mean she's not vegan herself she's just vegetarian but one thing that's held her back has been the fact that she didn't know if she could deal long term with um, you know having to see what she's seen on placements etc and also um, you know leaning sort of towards a, a vegan lifestyle would you say that that would you be able to work in that environment as a vegan or do you think again there's more you know ways around it so that you can uh, again be part of it without what I'm trying to say I guess is sometimes you need to be part of something in order to make a change right yeah I, I do completely get that and and some of the vets I worked with on placements were vegetarians or were um, and these were farm vets or were not vegetarian but would eat only you know organic local meat from butchers where they knew the farms that had been produced from them and felt they were as ethical as they could be and um, so that I did know a lot of vets you know there most vets are really interested in animal welfare and do mm -hmm. want to improve things and I feel like you can make a lot more of a difference if you're in the industry and you know you're directly working with farmers and can help them so that like, I commend any vegan that, vet that's able to do that for me personally I had to go into small animal practice and um, because I just couldn't work with it um, every day unfortunately you know the farm is a business so you have to make business decisions about animals about if they're not profitable they have to be culled, and that's mm -hmm. just the way it is at the minute unfortunately I couldn't do that as a vet my priority is to to save animals wherever I can and you know to improve the lives of animals and their owners that was my reason for being a vet and it just wouldn't have been possible in the farm industry and um, but I commend any vegan vet that's able to work in the farm industry and improve things from the inside. Mm. So in terms of within the industry, obviously from the outside, everything's changing. We're getting all these options. It's spoken about a lot more. It's so common now to come across someone who's plant-based or certainly a lot more common than it was within the industry. Have you noticed any changes in the last few years at all? Um, I mean, the last, I mean, the last year I've not really been in the industry at all because I'm, I'm in the small animal practice. Um, I think the whole, whole time I was in it, you know, the people I worked with were, did care animals and want to improve their welfare. I think it's just the fundamental problem that these animals do have to be killed for me eventually. Yeah. Um, so as much as the people I was working with were trying to improve their welfare while they were alive, it's just that you know the fundamental thing can't be changed that if people are eating meat these animals have to be killed prematurely and um, but yes yeah, so i've not noticed any obvious changes and um, the people i worked with work did care about their animals while they were alive it's just a fundamental problem really 
Okay. And it's a, a commonly cited reason to, to not go vegan is because if we was to go vegan overnight, you know, what would happen to the farming industry, etc. But in reality, you know, we're never going to go vegan overnight, slowly gaining in popularity. But the fact yeah. of the matter is it's not, not something that's going to come straight away. Is it? So do you see in the next few years that there being some kind of shifts towards more uh, ethical farming, if you like? Yeah, I think they, they they well could be because I think farmers are recognising that there is a demand for 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 plant based diets, and those that don't want to go fully plant based do want ethical, you know, locally sourced meat that they know the animals have had the best life that they can, um, even though they are called prematurely. So I think farmers are hopefully recognising that and and you know doing their best to move away from intensive farming practices and more to more extensive farming and um, which can make better use of the land and you know improve their animals welfare. Brilliant thank you so much for that. Just before we wrap up I wondered if you could talk a little bit about your fitness goals from here. I know you said you're doing a new plan. Uh, how long's the plan? Can you tell us a little bit more about that and if you've got any goals for 2020 that you'd like to share. So um, this the six-week diet that I'm doing is is whole food based. It's low FODMAP, so it's a special happy gut course that I'm doing to um. help improve my digestion and um, whilst also you know improving my health. So that's a specific diet. Um, fitness wise um, I'm just continuing with the the workouts that we we did together and um, three times a week full body workouts and um, so mainly weight based but I also do usually one cardio session a week um but yeah so just trying to work on building my strength and, and building the weights that I'm lifting and, and getting more stronger and fitter overall lovely yeah I mean digestion is can be a big problem for people transitioning to veganism I mean certainly for myself I had a huge amount of problem bloating and different kind of things because there's a large amount of fiber introduced in my, into my diet that I didn't previously have and I think it's something that's maybe not spoken about enough because people go vegan, go plant-based, have all these issues, and then maybe they might be perturbed and a little, you know, shaken by what they're experiencing. So they end up turning away from, from veganism. Have you experienced any of the similar problems and uh, what would be your advice for anyone suffering with that as such? Yeah, I think so. Anyone making a drastic change to their diet from, you know, meat and dairy based foods to a lot of these whole foods that are bean and legume based, you know, they are going to experience changes to their digestion, which can take a while to settle down. Now, my advice would be to keep food diaries and if they're feeling they experience problems to try and narrow it down to what foods they're eating. Now, the diet I'm doing is, is an easily digestible diet. So it's it's less of the kind of the beans and the lentils and and a lot more kind of vegetables now it's not a long-term diet so the plan is to increase my amount of, of beans and legumes and things that I'm eating over the mm -hmm. plan and um, but it's about slow introduction and not doing a you know a really drastic change because then you are going to experience problems with your digestion because your microbiome is not going to be equipped to deal with the new foods that you're eating yeah and because of that is absolutely no shame in you know taking your time in transition and even if you are still consuming animal products your end goal is ultimately to to omit that from your diet but there's no shame in going slowly and you're probably going to be adjusting at a much healthier pace and um, was that something you did yourself or was you kind of turn overnight type vegan 
no it took me quite a while I was you know I was really into my milk chocolate and my cheese at the time so it, it, it was it was it was difficult it, it wasn't an easy transition but I did it slowly I then went to the um the veg fest in London oh, and yeah. I was speaking to people um from the the festival and seeing all the you know the things that were available which really opened my eyes and after that I then went properly vegan so it probably took me quite a few months to make the transition but after I went to that I went fully vegan and so yeah I'm all for people like reducing and taking their time to transition if that's more manageable for them um you know it is a difficult change but I think once you've gone vegan and you stop eating cheese which has actually been proven to be addictive and um, it's you know I don't even crave cheese a- anymore and um, so once you've gone vegan and you stop eating these products for after a couple of months you stop craving them yeah it's like anything isn't it we get so used to having these cravings that we think they always should be there but I'm completely the same it took a while but eventually i stopped craving these things and and then you just feel completely different i think it's just something that would be hugely beneficial for a lot of people to try and it's just about being patient and keeping consistent because it's not it's not a quick fix but long term definitely a good idea to try and for the planet for the animals for everything it's a a great focus to have in life yeah definitely but anyway, Jade, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate you taking time out to speak to us today. Best of luck with all your fitness goals. Um, and hopefully we'll have you on again in the future at some point. Great. Thank you. Lovely. Bye. Take care. Bye.